And it came to pass that he was, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of the disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to what? Pray. No man knows how to pray except through the Spirit. You do not know what to pray for. Someone told me the other day, he said, well, if you'll tell me what I need to pray for, I said, the Holy Ghost will tell you. So we have to listen to the Spirit of God to know how to pray. It's him that puts words in our mouths what to say when we pray. So he, that they, um, if you notice, they didn't ask how to cast out demons and all those kind of things. They just wanted to know how to what? Pray. Pray in the Spirit. One of the greatest faith builders is praying in the Spirit. And faith comes by hearing the Word. Let's look at another verse, Mark 11, 21. If you would, please. Mark 11 and... and uh, see if I got that down right. I guess I'm on the wrong page or something or other. And uh, I, I got to, l let me think a minute. Well, anyhow, it's thrown in there somewhere. But it says, have the Spirit of God, or have the Spirit that God gives. And then Jesus said another prophetic statement. This kind, we'll get to this in a minute, comes only by prayer. Only by prayer. So it's essential to do what? To pray. It's essential to pray. Brother Rick Peel told me a while ago, Abigail, he'd been declaring all week off and on all day about your healing teach us to what to pray to pray have the faith of God one translation has the kind of faith that God has the answers for the day is prayer and what faith Prayer and faith. Prayer and faith will change your world. Not only that, it will change the world. Before we can change the world, we've got to change our world. You can't change the rest of the world until your world is changed. So we're going to have to have the Spirit of God to teach us to pray. Luke 24 and 49 said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. You tarry. In other words, you will wait. And you wait in Jerusalem to be endured with power from on high. They waited 10 days in one place. 120 people praying. 
I wonder what would happen if we would gather together for 10 days. Prayer has to target something. Hmm? We pray a little for this and pray for a little that. That's scattered praying. You don't get no results because we're not targeting. We have got to focus. When they lifted up the brazen serpent, they had to focus on Jesus to be healed. So in the future, we're going to have prayer that does what? Focus. No other prayer but what? There's a man in San Antonio who owns a world record tossing up a very small block of wood. He shot it out of the air over 1,000 times and never missed because he was what? Focused. You must stay focused. And we have an enemy that's trying to get us unfocused. And after 10 days, the Holy Ghost fell because they was focused. They stayed in one place for 10 days. And there they stayed, waiting. They didn't know what they were waiting for. They didn't know what the Holy Ghost was going to be like. But they'd done it on the promises of God. And what God said, they went and stayed there. Prayer and faith, expectation of something powerful is going to happen. It's happening every day. Jesus said, don't say four days, then the harvest. Don't say the harvest is tomorrow. He said, the harvest is already today. You pray like you want it to happen today, okay? Prayer and faith. Paul in Philippians 1.20 said, according to my earnest expectation and hope, my earnest expectation and hope, Expectation can be defined as intense anticipation. How many has ever had some intense anticipation? When you pray and believe God, prayer and faith is the key. It is the key. Disciples teach us to do what? Pray. Teach us to pray. As we think in our hearts, expectations, imaging, faith, purpose, so are we. Proverbs 23 and 7. Acts 12 and 5 said, Peter was kept in prison, shackles and chains, inward prison. Went with my cooker one time, two. I went to several different prisons, but I went one time to this particular prison. And they said, do you want us to bring the prisoner out here? Do you want to go in? I said, bring him out here. Mike said, no, we're going to go in. That was the last time we come out. I said, don't never ask me to go no more. I'm telling you, I had such a feeling come on me when they locked that first door behind me. And when they locked that next one, I had another feeling. Then they put us in a room and locked. This is the truth. And locked that room. Said, we'll go get him. They had Peter in prison. There's some people, brother, look like they in prison. But I want you to know there's a God that's over all things when we pray. When we pray. Now, notice what it says here. They got him in prison. They got him locked up. 
Hallelujah. Acts 12 and 5, he was put in prison, or he was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God. Huh? Or Peter. The key here, the church prayed how? Without what? Wasn't no break there. They prayed without what? During this horrible midnight hour, they set themselves to pray without stopping. As they prayed, something happened down there in that prison. An angel shows up. Glory to God. I don't really believe the angel showed up. I believe he was already there. Angels encamp about those that fear God. We must get a hold of this. I don't care what kind of crisis we're in. You're never alone. Your angel is there with you. But the prayer to God, move God to have the angel to become active and let that man out of that jail because the church prayed without what? I want to encourage us to get us a par prayer, prayer partner. Dr. John Maxwell, he's of the Methodist organization, built a dynamic church and he resigned but he said you'll never be successful in your walk with God until you get your prayer partner that's why Jesus saw it so necessary to send them out the how a two that's why the prophets like Elijah and Elisha had somebody with them if one falls the other one will do what so have somebody to get with you and, and you're going to pray until the angel gets active and brings about release. I believe there's a release in the air. Appreciate Brother Ken teaching that class this morning. I enjoyed it so much. Isaiah 62 and 7 says, Give him no rest. Give him no rest. Until when? Until he answers you. Until he established your answer in your life. Now, if you're not, if you're gonna give somebody no rest, you got to do what? I don't want Peggy to have no rest during the night. What have I got to do? Come on, you got to do more than stay awake. I got to disturb her. I got to make some kind of noise. That girl can't do what? Sleeps. We had some visitors from Houston few days with us, they said, did y'all hear all them voices in this house last night? Peggy said, yeah, I hear them nearly every night or sometime during the night. It kept them awake, but it doesn't keep us awake. I don't know where they're coming from. I really don't care. But I want you to know when people begin to pray in faith and keep God awake and don't let him get no sleep, the God of Israel does not slumber nor does he sleep, but you keep your petition fresh in his mind at all times. Let him know that who you are and what you need. Keep petitioning. Prayer was made. How? Without ceasing. Unto God for who? Peter. They were targeting one thing. Mr. Pam, they were targeting one thing. That was Peter to get out of jail. 
And they stayed with it. They kept targeting. Glory to God. David prayed three times a day. I mean, Daniel. He prayed 21 days without ceasing one time. Didn't get no answer. Didn't get no answer. Until God told the chief, one of the chief angels to go down and what? And help him get a breakthrough. He was targeting one thing. 21 days he kept targeting. The devil is a hindrance of our prayers. But God sends his angels and brings a breakthrough. When you look like you're not going to get a breakthrough. Satan is the prince and the power of the air. We are in spiritual warfare. Someone has asked, how long is this going to last? The day you die or until Jesus comes. It's going to go on. It's never going to get no better. You said that's not very encouraging. You get full of the Holy Ghost and you'll change your mind. To pray. Teach us to do what? To pray. James 5, 16 said, The effectual, perfect prayer of a righteous man does what? Effectual, targeted prayer of a righteous person has much power in it to move the hand of God. And that's what he wants us to do is to pray, to pray. John Paul Jones went to sea at the age of 12, got his first command of a ship at the age of 22. The British attacked the American fleet. And she was about to be destroyed. And they asked John Paul Jones to do what? To surrender the fleet. He stood up on the bow of the ship. Said, I have not yet begun to fight. We can learn a lot from the lessons in life. Here was a young boy, 22 years of old. The mighty British army said, surrender. He says, I have not yet begun to fight. But I won't go all through that, but I tell you, it's amazing the story of a young man and what he accomplished. He refused to do what? What did he refuse to do? He wasn't going to surrender. I'm not giving up. Roberta Duran was a middleweight champion for many years. He commanded the ring, the world championship. He was known as a man with stone hands. Along came a young fighter, Sugar Ray Leonard. Marquise, you know about him? Marquise knows about him. He was thin and young, and they didn't know much about him. They didn't know whether he could take a lick or not. In the professional fighting, there's three things that helps you get among the top rating. Speed, power, and what's the third one? Which is the most important? Can you take a lick? Can you take a lick? They didn't know whether he could or not, Sugar Ray Leonard. They knew he had speed and they knew he had power. They knew he was thin and young. He stepped in that ring with a man that didn't know nothing about defeat, a man that had stone hands that bleed when he hit you, you was gone. After a few rounds, Roberta Duran lifted up both hands, said, I quit. 
stepped out of the ring, walked out of the auditorium, and never fought again the rest of his life. I want you to know when we got a determination, how big our enemy is, how stout he is, and how many times he had won, there's something greater in us than what's in him. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in this world and what we're facing. I'm not talking about the pandemic. They claim it's going to get worse. I don't know. They're talking about some other bad things. I don't know. But I know that what's in us is greater than what they're predicting. God has never lost a battle. He's never been defeated. A few years ago, they featured a young woman and her young son riding on a trail on a horseback. A mountain lion come out of the brush, jumped and hit the horse. The young boy was riding and knocked it down and grabbed the boy. What did this mama do? She stopped her horse, jumped off that horse, ran back there and grabbed a hold of that lion. And when she got, this is a true story. So when she got through with that lion, he ran off into the bush. If God would give David, a young boy, the authority to take a, hallelujah, Parents, let me say this. Now, come this again in a minute. We better be on our knees of paying for our children when they're young and tender. Hmm? It was the lamb that the bear and the lion came with. The bear and the lion represents evil spirits. It's the evil spirit that came after the lamb, but David went after him and took it out of his mouth. The Bible said he took it out of his mouth. And then the bear and the lion jumped on him. He said, then I killed him. If God, you say, I don't know, I believe about that woman whooping a lion. If God would deliver a bear and a lion, a, lion, a bear and a lion in David's hand, he's a God that ever changes, he's no respected person. Why wouldn't he do it for this woman when this lion, evil thing, come out to destroy her son? She refused to let it happen. Teach us to pray, teach us to have courage. I tell you, a prayer life gives you courage. Prayer life will give you a vision that you'll see things that nobody else don't see. And when you try to talk to them about it, they think you're a noony fruity because they don't see it. If they don't see it, they don't believe it. But when you've got a spiritual eye, God will reveal things to you that they won't reveal to nobody else because they've got a carnal mind. Teach us to do what? Just take charge of it. Kenan, we're glad for your good report. And I asked him what kind of report. He said, I got a good one, but I knew it was going to be good. Hello? I knew it was going to be good. Praise God. Elijah prayed until when? The Bible talks about him in the book of James. He got out on his knees. Put his head between his knees means a birthing position that the Hebrew women got in. And there he prayed. How long did he pray? Huh? Come on, somebody tell me how long he prayed. Now don't tell me no seven times. He prayed until the answer came. He prayed until heaven opened up and the rain come and ended the drought. Targeted prayer gets results I'm telling you it'll get results when we targeted one thing and spend some time on that one thing targeting Jacob prayed 
and said, bless me. The angel said, I got to go. Throwed his hip out of joint. And from that day forth, the Israelites never ate a thigh from an animal because his thigh was thrown out of place. He was a cripple the rest of his life. But he did not get the answer until he what? Prevailed. He stayed until when? Until he got it. John Paul Jones says, I'm not going to surrender. I'm going to stay in the fight. I'm going to stay in the battle. Military has a saying. You never quit until when? Till the job is finished. You never quit until the job is finished. Teach us to do what? Teach us to have faith. Corey Russell, February of 87, said, I wandered deep into drugs and alcohol. Went deeper in sexual immorality. No, much, no, much, no matter how many drugs or alcohol I took, it was never enough. I never could get enough. Said my best friend, Zach, had just experienced a three-month period really messed up with drugs and alcohol. I like the next word he said. But Zach had a praying mama. Hmm? But Zach had a praying mama. Said his mama would not let go and decreeing till God delivered Zach. She would not let up. And one day, God delivered Zach. And said immediately Zach got delivered, he came to me on the college campus. Said, I want to take you to lunch. He did. He told him about Jesus and what had happened to his life. He looked at Zach and said, I'm not interested in Jesus. Take me back to the campus. So he drove back to the campus. He stopped and opened the door and began to get out. He said, when I began to get out, said, the presence of God hit me so strong I fell out in the van. I shook uncontrollable. I couldn't control myself. Then I knew and realized it was the Holy Ghost. Then he heard the voice say, give your life to me. Hebrew writer said, when David died, there was not one giant left in the land. He'd eradicated every one of them. He destroyed every giant in the land before he died. What a man he was. He had mighty men of value that worked with him. One of them one day that tells all his great accomplishments in the Bible. He walked by and saw this lion down in a pit on a snowy day. Anybody know the story and what he did? What did he do, Brother Ken? Pulled off his armor. Said, let's just see what you really got. And jumped down in there with him and slew him barehanded. Because he knew his master or his king, David, had done the same thing. 
And if David could do it, he felt like he what? David said, I come with you not with a sword or a slang, so to spirit, but I come in the name of the Lord. Make sure our prayers are targeted unto God what we're asking for. What you're asking for. Don't grow weary in well-doing because you're going to reap a harvest. You're going to reap a harvest. The harvest is coming. The battle belongs to God. It does not belong to us. How many of you ever heard the guy that my pillow? Huh? Y'all ever heard of him? Huh? Did you know he was a drug addict and an alcoholic? You knew that? Thank you. But one day, hallelujah, God does not speak to saints. He's speaking to everybody. This guy was a drug addict and an alcoholic, and God spoke to him and gave him the vision of the pillar. He moved on it. Listen, when, I'm going to come to this a little bit further along down the line. When God gives us something in the Spirit, someone, I talked to someone the other day, said, well, I believe if I could believe God if he would speak in an audible voice. I said, I don't know very few people I've ever heard that God ever spoke in an audible voice. I don't know for sure how many in the Bible he's spoken in all of a voice. We are spirit, and God is a spirit, and God speaks to our spirit. When he spoke to this man about the pillar and what to do, then he said, it's going to be your base. And today, he uses his wealth to help the rich to witness Christ to the lost. But when God gave him that, he had to do what? Had to act on it. Had to work on it. Had to target it. Had to target it. Praise God. Glory to God. Man had a little boy. The Bible said, and the devil threw him in the fire. Then he would throw him in the in the lake, try to drown him. And the disciples failed to cast him out. This evil spirit that was in him. Jesus said, bring him to me. This man's name is Barrett, Barry Barnett. Write this story. His wife was experiencing horrible difficulty during pregnancy. Lots of bleeding. Rushed her to the hospital. They took her in and examined her. Run the test on her. And sent her home. And asked Barry to come to the hospital the next day. He said, we'll give you the results. So the next day he went down there. They showed him the pictures, the test they'd run, and said the fetus is dead. But he heard something in his spirit. Sister Linda Hill, he heard something to come into his spirit. And the word he heard was no. No. He went home. His wife said, what did the doctor say? That puts you on the spot, doesn't it? He said, he said he gonna, everything going to be all right. said, I wasn't quote, quoting Dr. Death. I was quoting Dr. Jesus. Hmm? Listen, you're going to get some death sentences, but I want you to know there's a doctor that's going to give you the life sentence. Two, two weeks later, they went back to the hospital, not to that Dr. Death. He said, we didn't go to Dr. Death. 
she delivered a healthy, young, strong, healthy boy because he heard in his spirit, say no, hallelujah. Say no, hallelujah. It's like Brother Ken was telling this morning where he talked to God at home sitting on the couch just like he's talking to a man. You get a deaf report, what are you going to say? No. Stand on it. Stand on it. If God will do that for Barry, he'll do it for you. He'll do it for me. This boy threw himself in the fire. Disciples asked Jesus, says, why couldn't we cast him out? Now, Jesus, prior to this story, had given them power to cast out demons, heal the sick. They was going around healing the sick and casting out demons. But they come up on this one they could not handle. Now, if you notice, Jesus said, this kind, this kind, comes out how? The what? Come on, help me out now. Well, fasting, well, I know the, the, the Bible we read says fasting, but fasting is not in the original King James. If you study that out, it's been added. Many years later it was added. It's not in the original. But Jesus said it comes out only how? The what? Well, they just prayed. Huh? Nine of them. Or, or wouldn't be nine, would it be ten of them? No, it wouldn't be ten. Three of them was up on the Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah, I guess it would be nine. Nine of them prayed. What happened? Church, if we're going to see a change, we got to change. How many want to see some changes? It's not going to change as long as we keep doing the same thing. If we're going to see a change, we're going to have to change. But these nine prayed and what? Nothing happened. But Jesus said this kind comes out only how? By prayer. They had prayed, but nothing happened. What they have got to learn to do is to have a prayer life. I intend to have a different prayer life than I've ever had in my life. Because I believe God has given me a revelation on that. You're going to have to pray. Acts 6, the disciples said, we will give ourselves to what? To pray. We're going to have a prayer life. That's what amazed them about Jesus when they said, teach us to pray. He rose up early in the morning. Sometime when casting out demons, he'd just slip out and go off in the wilderness and pray. Sometimes he'd pray all night. I'm not suggesting you pray all night. Most of us not Brother Eddie Mollum and I have done some of that down on high school lane, and I tell you, I, I'm, I wouldn't suggest that too much because you're going to get weary and you're going to get tired. You ought to know your limitations. To pray. Get in the Spirit and pray. Stay with it until when? The man went for the bread at the midnight hour, and he knocked on the door, and the man wouldn't get up. What did he do? He was persistent. Bible scholars says what's missing in the church today is the spirit of persistence. Staying persistent until you get the answer. Jesus said this time only comes by what? Prayer. 
got to pray. Got to have a prayer life like we've never known before. Book of Revelation said the devil knows the time is short. So he's probably working overtime because he knows his time is short. Genesis 32 and 28. As we know that Jacob prayed. And he told his father-in-law, Laman. He said, the reason you're so prosperous when I came, you didn't have nothing. Your prosperity is due because I come here. And the reason Jacob was so prosperous, he was under Abraham's covenant. We are under Abraham's covenant also through Jesus Christ. And then he told him, said, I'm going to make a covenant with you. From all the speckled cattle and the goats, be born in the future, be mine. If any solid color animal comes up in my herd, I'll count it as a curse. I'll get rid of it. Laman thought, I got him now because all that was being born was speckled. I mean, non speckled. That's un unheard of. And then, what did Jacob do? He got him some almond sticks and cut a circle around it until it got all white, red. An animal don't have imagination. God gave that to him. Every good, perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. Despise not the days of small thing. I want to encourage you. When God gives you a dream, I don't care how insufficient you think it is and how it may not be worth nothing, you write that little darling down and hold on to it because it's God speaking to your spirit. And Jesus said it's because of the hardness of your heart that you don't hear. Then Jesus said to every church in the book of Revelation, he that hath here to hear, let him hear what? The Spirit is saying. So he's a talking. So he talked to Jacob. And that changed everything from then on. It changed everything. Listen, when God gives something, it's going to come to pass if we'll act on it. So he acted on it. I'm looking for something great and mighty things to happen. I'm expecting it. Why could not we cast him out? And Joseph had a dream. The stalks of corn of his, his brother's corn, fell down to the ground. His, he didn't have probably have no idea what that meant. But he wouldn't know until he became some many years later, maybe 15 years later, until he was promoted down in Egypt. But he never forgot his dream. He never forgot what God had given him. And how God had blessed him with that. Last night I had another dream. I had a prophecy. Mr. 
few weeks ago, given to me. Write it down. Last night I dreamed people with coming and a-going up here, coming and a-going. All this land right out back here was all broken up, just as pretty, probably like Brother Don and Sister Ronald had theirs out there, just as pretty, but it's all broke up, just as flat and ready. And one of the men of the church come and said, Brother Bill, that field is ready to be sowed. I mean, it was just as clean as you can look. It's ready to be sowed. We're going to sow it with white clover. And while we're sowing, the rest of the crew is getting another portion ready. People were coming and going, coming and going. I don't care how small it is, how insignificant it may sound to your mind, don't forget what God gives you in the Spirit. He has a, something valued to give you, but you've got to act on it. Scholar says we will never rise above our verbal confession of faith in God. We must confess what God says about us. We are what? More than what? Through Christ who what? I am the light of the world. I am the salt of the earth. That ought to be our confession as we confess what God says about us. trying to take my time this morning because I believe the Lord's got something for us. I don't believe that really. I know I know he's got something for us. Father, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Jesus said this kind goes out by what? Prayer. There's different levels of evil spirits. Lucifer, Gabriel and Michael are the three chief spirits in heaven. Lucifer has been cast out because it leaves two up there. But they still, in different degrees, like David's mighty men of value, all had different responsibilities and set over different men. Jesus wants to have mighty men and women of value in his company. Glory to God. The Bible tells us you cast a demon out of one man or one woman, what happens to that demon? Huh? Do what? And seven more and bring them back and what? Say it out loud. Makes that person worse than what they ever have been. So that lets us know that people can get more than one demon, and if you can might cast out one demon pretty easy, but if he got eight in there and seven there worse than what he ever was, you're going to have to have some help. If two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm going to be in the midst. I'm going to be there. How many of you ever had to call for help? Most of us are so independent, we don't never call for help until the last resort. As a man was watching his son work, he got tired, exhausted, and just about ready to pass out. And he asked him, said, have you done all you can do? He said, I've done all I can do. I don't know nothing to do. He said, no, you haven't done all you do. He said, well, you just tell me what I'm missing. He said, I've been sitting here all the time waiting on you to ask me. 
How many of you know that God is just waiting for us to ask him to handle the difficult problems that we can't handle? God is just waiting for us to call somebody, listen, I got a problem I can't handle. You don't have to tell the problem. You don't have to explain the problem. Just tell them I got a problem I can't handle and I need you to join with me in prayer and believe God that something's going to happen. Peggy and I was at a conference many years ago in Oklahoma and this guy was from the mission fields and said they was praying this person had an evil spirit and, and this other person was sitting there and said, I, I want to stay. I want to stay till you cast it out. And he said, how come? Because I know when that evil spirit comes out, it's going to have to have a home. And I got several evil spirits in me, and I want that to come in me. He said, it makes me stronger. Huh? Notice what else Jesus said about this situation. What did he say about this situation? Mark 12, 29. I mean, Matthew 12, 29. Jesus said, this kind comes out only by prayer. In other words, he may be more than what we can handle. Matthew 12, 29. Jesus said, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man then he will release the vessels that's in the house. The first thing Jesus is saying here that you've got to do you've got to bind the strong man before you can get his goods. The strong man is the devil that has a hold of people's lives. And the vessels that he has are people that he won't let go. The devil's not going to easily let go. It's going to be wars and rumors of wars until he comes back. He's not going to give up. He's persistent. And you're not going to get the goods out of his house or the vessels or the children that's under his influence until first you do what? You're going to have to bind what? The strong man, which is Satan. Then it says, the one that only one that can bind is who? Christ Jesus. That means we're really going to have to pray when we approach him. And Christ will do the work for us if we pray. Jacob prayed nonstop until when? Until he got his answer. He didn't stop. God bless his heart. He's gone, gone on to heaven. Wayne Stone used to come to church. Back then they called it seeking the Holy Ghost. He'd come to that altar on Wednesday night. Well, sometime on Wednesday night, Brother Yoakum said, Wayne, are, are, are you going to come tonight or not? Well, I don't know. I don't know where I am or not. He'd say, yeah, I, I'm going to come. Sometimes you'd be praying around the altar. He said, y'all just wait here for a little while. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be back after a while. Ain't Marty Bobo, bless her heart. She told him, said, Brother Stone, you're going to kill us all before you get the Holy Ghost. But we prayed until when? He didn't kill us. We killed that beast in him. When you pray, 
holding on to God. The man at the midnight hour didn't give up. He stayed right there, pounding on that door until he got bread for his children. But we're going to pray. Elijah prayed. He didn't stop. He prayed continuously until what? Till the rain came. Till the rain came. Daniel prayed three times a day. He prayed one time, 21 days, nonstop. Teach us to do what? Jesus is not here, but he said when the Holy Ghost comes, he'll do what? He'll teach you to pray. He'll put words in your mouth what to say. He will teach you and lead you and guide you in all what? Truth. So God, teach us to do what? Don't give God no rest. Also, it says in the book of Isaiah, Command his hand to work for you. The word ask in the New Testament also means command. Command God's hand. Remember when I first got into church, Aunt Lula McCaslin had passed away. Back then, they set up with the dead all night. They asked me to go down at Hannah's and set up with her all night long. There I was in Hannah's with a dead person. I said, Lord, when this night is over with, I will never again, as long as I live, to sit up with a dead person. I knew they wasn't going to hurt me. I don't guess that. But anyhow, I'm trying to make a point here. Teach us to pray. Make sure we're doing effective things that gets effective results. It gets good results. I believe there's a helicopter out there. I believe there's an ambulance out there. You say, well, you're a loony. With a spiritual eye, you can see things the natural eye don't never see. Elisha saw a rain when the servant didn't see one. Elisha heard abundance of rain before he went to pray. Read it. Brother Powell pointed that out to me one time. He heard the abundance of rain before he ever went and what? Because he praying. He had faith. It was coming. It's on its way. I know it. Go, go back and look again. I've well, I done been six times, but go back and look again. I know it's out there. Teach us to what? When we get down to pray, ask God to teach us what to pray about and direct our prayers. If you need somebody to pray with you, I'll come pray with you. Pray with you on the phone. Peggy is an expert. People call the house, she hardly ever lets them go until she's what? Until she prays for them. Teach us to what? Now, Jesus said, I don't say anything except what my Father tells me. So when he got down to pray, what come off his lips? What the Father told him. When we get down to pray, what ought to come off our lips is what the Spirit is telling us to pray. If you hear a voice speak in your ear, it may not sound like much, or you have a dream, write that down. Because you never know, like the man with my pillow. 
He wrote it down. He acted on it. He'd, he'd done that while he was still an alcoholic and a drug addict. But after he got it started, God delivered him because he acted in faith, what God said. My pillar is not the greatest thing he done. My pillar was listening to God and being delivered from drugs and alcohol and going out and being a witness and using his income to witness to the world. God bless you for being here today. What kind of day are you going to have tomorrow? Great day. you got to plan on having a great day. Praise God. The enemy has no charge over us. Like Ken said in the class, said, I sit on my couch at home, tell the Lord I'm not going to be sick because I know you have been sick. So talk to him. He's your friend. He hears you. God bless you. Peggy, you want to say something? Huh? Uh, Y'all see what I say? He said, don't dismiss until you pray. Don't dismiss until you pray. I won't call the man's name, but I know I told this a lot of times. But he told me this story. He'd been in the four of the best alcohol rehab in the United States. He said, I come out the same way I went in. He said, I was driving down the road one day. He said, I told the Lord I can't take no more of this. He didn't go to church or nothing. He said, I had a fifth of whiskey sitting there. He said, I paid that seat. He said, Lord, you're going to have to come down here and talk to me. Now, not physically did the Lord come down, but the Lord came down and talked to him and told him to go to church. He came to Calvary. He went to the altar and got prayed for, and God delivered him. No man ever come to God unless God talks to him. Only God can draw people and help people. So we're going to pray. Okay?